Are you on the RCR mailing list? Never miss a beat of the news and hard-hitting stories you've come to know and love. Stay in the loop. Visit realitycheck.radio forward slash email. RCR with Paul Brennan. Reality Check Radio. Steve Kirsch is an American entrepreneur. He independently invented the optical mouse and has been a philanthropic supporter of medical research. He's had a lot to say about COVID vaccine safety or the lack of it. Uh, He's received a Bachelor of Science and a Master of Science in Electrical Engineering and Computer Science from the MIT, Massachusetts Institute of Technology, way back in 1980. We spoke to Steve last in April here at RCR about COVID data and propaganda, I think it was. And I'd like to welcome him back to our radio station. Steve, thanks for coming back on. Sure. My pleasure. Thanks, okay, thanks we're, here to talk, me. we're here to talk about this uh, Kiwi data dump uh, via a Liz gun with whistleblower Winston Smith, who we now know as someone called Barry Young, administrator at uh, our Ministry of Health. He apparently had access to databases, or at least some of them. So first of all, this data, everyone's talking about it. Um, how did you learn about this? How were you alerted? I got a call from Liz Gunn, and she said that she had some sensitive information and wanted to give it to some people to analyze so that that they could verify that there was a issue with the vaccine. Okay, and um, I think it's been commented on. I think you might have even said that this is sort of like kind of uh, in terms of the data that's out there, uh, quite quite a a find. Is that correct? Yeah. I mean, for me, uh, certainly I've been looking for this data for for almost three years now. It's record level data. It's from an official state source. Uh, It has people of all ages in it and it has a entire population in it. And so it's the very, very useful data and no data comparable to this has ever before been made available uh, to the public. And so this is this is a huge, huge step forward because the health authorities have always uh, withheld this data. They've always kept the public health data uh, private. And that doesn't lead to better health outcomes. In fact, there's, there isn't a single paper in the peer-reviewed literature that would tell you that, oh, yeah, if we keep that public health data secret from people, you, you know, you're more people will live 10 years longer if you if you withhold the information. I mean, there is nothing that says that you improve health outcomes by withholding infor- health information. So I don't understand why they do it, Paul. Yeah. Unless it's to hide something like, Oh, the vaccines that we told people to get are killing them. Why? Why isn't the New Zealand Ministry of Health releasing the rest of the records? We only got four million. I'd like to see the other uh, eight million, uh, but I'll bet you the other eight million shows exactly the same thing that the first four million shows. So this this database or this data comes from, as we understand it, a database that that captured the. The, the payments related to the injecting of people from the various vaccinators and medical centers around our country. Uh, have I got that right? No, it, it's not, it's not from, for the payments. It's, uh, there's a, a pay per dose system 
right. and all of the vaccinations that were billed to paper dose are in this particular database. Right. And okay. so and so our our so Barry effectively was the, the DBA for that particular system. So he has about a third of the records. Uh, and in a third of the records, there are half uh, half the people who got vaccinated. There are a little over 4 million people who got vaccinated. There are 2 million unique individuals in this database and 4 million records. So on average, there are two records, two vaccination records for every person. But some people will have just one vaccination record. It might even start at dose four. Some might have records that are just dose one and no other records. Other people might have dose two and three. You know, so it's a it's pretty random as to which uh, doses we're going to have for which people. But the thing is that it doesn't matter. And, you know, people who are trying to discredit this are going to say, well, you know, they're you didn't get all the doses for all the people, so you can't tell anything. That's complete bullshit. I mean, they're basically trying to gaslight people into believing that this uh, data drop is too confounded to be useful. And I'll tell you, for a lot of people, that that type of argument that says you know resonates, especially if it's being used by someone with authority, you know, someone that uh, has some sort of biostatistics uh, or epidemiology uh, background. And the problem is that it's simply a completely bogus argument. And, you know, you can th the easiest way to think about that is, is, is to think, well, look, if it's a safe vaccine, then you can't even tell whether someone got it or not. You know, there's going to be a, a slight decrease in mortality around the time of, of, of COVID if it worked. But other than that, it'll have absolutely no effect because it's safe and effective. So it doesn't matter if someone got 10 shots and I only see five of those shots. It doesn't really matter because I'll, I'll just examine the five that I have and I'll look at everybody else who got shot number five. And I'm going to compare that person with the other people who got shot number five. And so it doesn't matter that that there may be that there are like there are fewer people than um, than normal that got the first shot uh, there in, in this particular database. Right. There should be uh, four million uh, dose one records if we had all the dose one records and uh, there are not there are. Uh, there's a much smaller amount uh, for, for dose one. Doesn't matter. You're comparing people who got dose one with other people who got dose one. And so it doesn't matter that we don't have everyone's data. What does matter is that we have a random sampling. And people didn't know, you know, people didn't go in and say, oh, well, I'm elderly, so I'm not going to use paper dose, or I'm super healthy, so I'm going to use paper dose because I want the I know that it's going to be leaked out and I want to influence the the statistics a certain way. Come on. You know, there's no way you could you could say that well, that this data is anything but random. It's a random selection and people who claim that you can't tell anything from this data and it's too confounded are too incompetent uh to be analyzing data. They should resign if if they have that point of view. So folks are saying that Huge chunks of information is missing. 
um, and uh, that that uh, cast doubt on the um, usefulness of this data. You, you dismiss that. You're dismissing that. Yeah, yeah. Those yeah. people, those people who are saying that are are, are incompetent to uh, to analyze data. And I invite any one of those people who claim that they're an expert in New Zealand who claim that this data is faulty. I invite anyone to to challenge me live on that data, and I bet you they won't last five minutes. So, hey, if you think you're right and you think you can last five minutes um, chatting with me about it, bring it on, because that's the kind of challenge that I, I I'd love to have, and uh, and I'll bet you that when you ask them, they don't want to be challenged on <laughs> what they're what they're saying. I got. I've been spending uh, weeks analyzing this data, and I've looked at it all sorts of different ways. I know all the limitations. I know how to properly analyze it. And the people that are saying that have not invested the time, and they don't know how to properly analyze the data, and they shouldn't be doing it, and they shouldn't be then telling people that the data is faulty or that the data is is uh, you know data is missing when in fact this uh, data is devastating for them and that's why they're trying to discredit it the problem is the reality is that this data is devastating and it shows that it's, a, it's somewhere on the order of one person per thousand that was injected uh, is is killed by the vaccine. So when you look at the numbers in New Zealand and you you compute that, and I've been saying the one in a thousand for uh, for a very very long time, for years, I've been saying one in a thousand because that's what the VAERS uh, data showed, and that's what other analyses showed, and Dennis Rancourt um, showed a number very similar to that. And so yet again, we can look at that data and analyze it, and the number one death per thousand doses on average pops out of that. Now, if you do the calculation in New Zealand, you take the 12 million people who uh, 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 who got the shot, you should expect to see on the order of 12, you know, 10 to 12 million uh, uh, deaths. Yeah, wait on that population is way too high because we've, we've only got 5 million population. I think you're talking about doses, aren't you? I'm talking, yeah. yeah. Uh, You're talking doses rather than... Doses. Yeah, 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 that's right. It's, rather it's, than, yeah. it, the, the, the deaths are based on the doses. Yeah. You know, so there are 12 million doses, and so that means you you take that and you divide it by 1,000, you get you know somewhere on the order of 10, 10 to 12,000 right. people Got who it. should have died from those doses. And if you look at the numbers in New Zealand, you know, the mortality was, was around 32,000, 33,000 a year, and then it jumped up to 38,000 a year. And I don't know what the final numbers will be for 2023, but if you add up all of the people who died in excess of sort of the normal uh, 2017, 2018, 2019 baseline, uh, you'll find that the number, uh, that, that that number is, is somewhere on the order of 10,000. Right. So the numbers are matching. You know, this is not you know, and and plus, you can when you analyze these the, this data in a time series cohort analysis, and you look at people under um, under age sixty, you find it's a flat line, um, a pretty much flat line over time uh, for that uh, those age groups. In other words, it's not affecting them nearly as much as the elderly. And 
that's in fact what we're finding is we're you know we're in in lots of places you know, especially in um yeah in, in the u.s where it's very clear you look at the medicare recipients you see this huge effect and if you look at at younger ages it's smaller because we just have like less data uh in the new zealand uh database because it's a relatively small uh country so you see a much smaller effect for the young than you do for the elderly and now you know, and, and you go and you look at the mortality by age and you see it going up exponentially, just like you expect. You see the healthy vaccine effect, uh, first uh, 21 days, just like you expect. You see the peak at six months, just like you see in other countries. I mean, this data is is amazing. It is so consistent with what the, with the data we see in other countries. The only problem is, that you have people who think they know how to analyze data and go off and they write these uh, uh, sub stacks or notes and so forth. And even uh, Norman Fenton said, oh, well, it has a disproportionate number of, of deaths. And I pointed out to Norman, I said, no, it doesn't have a disproportionate number of events. If you take the number of men days uh, in the in, represented by this data, uh, and this is, these are people then are vaccinated days because we don't know what the number of unvaccinated days are because it only tracked people who were vaccinated. So we know what the number of vaccinated days is. We know how many people die. So we can calculate a, a, a mortality rate uh, on a deaths per 100,000 doses with this data. And we find that the data shows that it, the number is 1,009. Now, a normal population... Uh, the uh, an average, you know, age standardized mortality rate is somewhere in the order of 800 deaths per 100,000 people uh, per year. And so if you take that and you say, oh, well, in New Zealand, actually, the population was skewed because a greater percentage of elderly people got the jab versus younger people. So maybe let's, you know, move that up just a just a tad, maybe like 10 uh, percent to account for the, the a slight average age shift. So so now you're at um, you know somewhere around around 900 and then you say, okay, well, but the vaccine increased mortality and we can see that from the US data by 10%. So now you're at 990. Well, 990 is 2% difference from 1009. So I mean, this data is so stunning. It is so on point. It is so accurate compared to the data that we're seeing in other countries and and what we've been saying for years, that it's like people want to do anything they can to try to convince people that it's not accurate. But that would be that would be deceiving people. But that doesn't stop people. I mean, the none of the people, Paul, who claim that this data is bogus or can't be used. None of them will go on camera and debate me because I've asked them all and they always refuse. Now, maybe there is someone. Great. That person should reach out to you and let's go on camera or uh, in this case on microphone and let's have that discussion. I mean, even Sean Plunkett, my my friend Sean, you know, on the platform. Yeah, I do. he, he, you know, he was nothing but insults, right? And he, so he insulted me. I said, so Sean, how about we go on your program and let's talk about the data and how you analyzed it 
and we'll compare it with how I analyzed it, and we'll see, and we'll let the public decide who they believe. I never heard back from Sean after that. Yeah, well, he wouldn't know how to do that anyway, I'm telling you. Can't can't, can't figure it out. Can't figure out yeah. why he get back to me. Oh, yeah. Okay, so because there has been a, some criticism and there have, have been people who normally you would associate with um, having a very negative um, opinion of these vaccines and still sort of picking holes in things. You talked about the age thing, and that seems to be quite an area of criticism that, you know, that and the people shooting that down on social media. And there are plenty of people doing that in this country uh, are saying, what do you expect? Uh, 85 plus, uh, of course, they're going to die within two years of, of that because they're going to die anyway. So people are looking for all sorts of uh, holes. Oh, but, see, but see, but see that, that you're, you're, yeah, you're talking about people who have never read what I, what the analysis that I did. They never saw my slide deck. They don't know how to analyze the data and they're making this stuff up. Right. None of these people will go and face me and let's have a discussion about the data and let, let's compare my my uh, uh, time series cohort analysis with yours and let's look at your numbers. Let's look at your, your person days in each of the buckets and let's compare my numbers with your numbers and let's see if, if they agree. And if they don't agree, then let's figure out who's telling the truth because this this code has been through a lot of of testing, a lot of test cases, and uh, nobody's found an error in it so far. Uh, and nobody look the thing's been downloaded. I don't know how many times from the Wasabi servers, and um, yeah. Wasabi canceled me because uh, I was burning up too much bandwidth. <laughs> so, oh, is that the reason? So, right? <laughs> um, okay. so I'm, I'm finding yeah, I'm finding another hosting provider that. Um, yeah, you know, I'm finding another hosting provider that that's essentially bulletproof. That uh, if you use too much bandwidth, they won't cancel your account. I mean, that is just insane that uh, Wasabi would do that. Um, but you know, it had for, after 42 gigabytes of downloads, Wasabi decides to close the account because um, I had uploaded an average over 30 days of just seven megabytes. And they said, well, if, if you then, um, uh, if there's egress of more than seven megabytes, which is, which is like one, one file, yeah, it's nothing. <laughs> then, then, uh, we're going to cancel your, we'll cancel your account. I mean, these guys are insane that, um, that they would do that. I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm livid. I, yeah, had, I had no idea. They said, oh, there's it's something that, no. something that doesn't make sense there, Steve, really, because even 42 gigs is a bit of a yawn what? amount in this day and age. Big, hairy deal, right? I mean. Yeah. No. I'm, so I'm, so I'm, what's I'm, going I'm, on I'm there? You, that's... Is someone leaning on No, them? no, no. I don't think so. No, oh. it's an automatic flag. Oh, okay. They said, go look at our ter terms of service. It says if, if your average upload over 30 days, and so if you upload a gigabyte, on one day and it was within the last you know six days then it gets watered down i don't know how they they calculate that that number but it is i'm i was i was livid i mean i'm just switching hosting providers and and, right. and we're done so you, you you're pretty secure in yourself that that in, in the end all this you you can make sense of all of this I, I did pick up on the comment that you made that one in a thousand if that tracks with other data in like 
countries, I suppose, with the same sort of proportionality of vaccination, then that's something that definitely catches your attention, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, it's yeah. 13 million people worldwide. In the U.S., it's 675,000 uh, yeah. uh, people. So they've almost killed, they've, they've killed almost a million people in the United States. So the United States government is guilty of killing a, a million Americans. I mean, look, what did they do when, when uh, thousands perished in the World Trade Center? Right. It was like, turn the company upside down and let's go after the perpetrators. Here, when the U.S. government kills a million Americans, it's like, hey, let's not let's not look at that. And uh, and let's try to deplatform or discredit any data that would show that. I want to ask you about the presentation of the data, because I think that's important, because that goes to the heart of credibility. And that's being shot down as well. And I know that, you know, people do things the way they think they should do them. Everyone's different. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. The way yeah. this, this the way this data. Yeah. Was, well, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, let, let me just say that the way that Barry presented it, um, I don't think is compelling because you have to look when you compare the 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 lot the 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 lots, and and that's you know the the story isn't in the the lot variation. I'm sure there is lot variation, and I'm sure there are hot lots and so forth, but. You know, if there's two hot lots, people aren't going to care. It's going to be like, okay, manufacturing error, whatever. Um, and you have to look at the average age of the people who were injected, and you also have to look at, at when they were injected with that lot number. And so there are a lot more variables you have to consider when you when you do that comparison. It's 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 more difficult to do that. What what I did when I analyzed the data is I stuck to the uh, time series uh, cohort analysis. So I do the exact same technique that the UK ONS does when they analyze the data in order to prove safety. The problem with the UK ONS is that they chose the bucket sizes for when they um, when they did the analysis. They they chose the bucket size for um, their time series, and uh, uh, the, they chose an arbitrary oh less than twenty one days after the shot, more than twenty one days but less than six months, and then six months or more. And those bucket sizes are just too crude. They're too large to be able to see the safety signal that you want to see. So when when I analyzed the data, I looked at one-week buckets, and you can see very clearly what is going on. And it is not due to anything going on in the background. It's not doing – not has, has, has nothing to do with COVID happening in the background. This is all just gaslighting. Uh, people into uh, thinking that, oh, I'm the expert and it was caused by COVID and there was a COVID spike. That's complete bullshit. It's not true at all. Well, I mean, you, you can, and you, and anyone can can analyze this data and you can say, okay, well, let's look at the, the time period before the COVID wave happened and you'll see the same signal. You look at the time period after the COVID wave um, uh, hit, you'll see the same signal. You look at the period during the COVID wave, you see the same signal. Now, <laughs> that's not telling you something. Um, you know, so all of this data and all of this analysis is actually in the package that was was downloaded and it talks about it and shows all the graphs and all that. But, you know, people aren't going to look at that. And they're not going to read all the, the 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 statistics about the data set w w uh, that was extracted. There are uh, a bunch of Word documents that you go through and you read about how many doses are included, what's the average age of each of the cohorts, and 
um, and, and, and so forth. So there's there's a lot there. But the bottom line is that there's really only one. You know, a a, a given data set can't be you you can't if you have one person that says, well, there's nothing going on, and you have another person that says, wow, this is like a huge safety signal. One of them is is correct, and one of them is lying, and because the data is the same, they gave the same data to both people. How can they come to different conclusions? The only way they can come to different conclusions is one of them is incompetent in interpreting the data and the other one is, assuming that the other person got it right, because they could both be wrong about their interpretation of the data. But the only way to, to find out who's telling the truth and who's lying is to have these interactive conversations where we can say, Ah, but you know, what about this and what about this? And hey, look, look at the data here. When you run a bot like this, you see the signal. And see, nobody who is, is attacking this data will go one one-on-one -on -one with me. And I'm not an expert, right? I mean, people say, oh, you don't have a medical degree, you don't know anything about statistics and all that. Great. You should be able to whip my ass yeah. on on this conversation. It's like I should be like toast within minutes of debating one of these experts who has the degree in statistics and is an expert statistician or data scientist. I mean, they should whip my ass. And yet none of them are challenging me and none of them will challenge me live because they're smart enough to know that they will lose if they do that. Are you still offering rewards? Um, Steve, to incentivize, um, incentivize those. Yeah, yeah, sure, 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 folks. sure, yeah, sure. Okay, so, yeah. so, so, Paul. Yeah, I'll bet anyone a million bucks that this that this data shows a a huge safety signal for mortality when you take the vaccine. And there's nobody that's going to take my offer. Nobody. What does that tell you? It tells you that they're not confident in their own analysis. Otherwise, it's an easy it million. It's cheap. Otherwise, it's an easy earner, uh, isn't it? It's oh, an easy what? million. It's an easy million, yeah. yeah. Yeah, for anyone, it's an easy million. It's a slam dunk. You got it right. You got the analysis right. So, you know, let, let's go. Um, you know, okay. nobody, 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 you know, chomping at the bit. I mean, I'm, I'm going to go on Twitter now and, and, and offer that. We'll see if we have any takers. Okay. Well, I, you know, I'd love, I, I can always extra, use an extra million bucks. So, yeah, so I'm yeah. hoping someone's going to take me up on it, Paul. And if nobody takes me up on it, that what does that tell you? It tells you that all these people who are claiming this stuff do not believe for a second what they're talking about. They're just blowing smoke and they won't put their money behind their analysis. And if they did, I'm going to take every cent of it. Um, we're coming up against time because I know you've been busy. Um, this is all statistics, but how that relates to the sort of the anecdotal do you think these stats track what people have experienced anecdotally? No, absolutely. Are you kidding me? Totally. Look, Jay, Jay Bonner, he knows about 14,000, 16,000 people. That's his friend network. Right. He lost 15 of his friends who died unexpectedly since the vaccine rolled out. 15 friends, and it documented. We got the names of all these people, and they're documented that they're all his friends. 15 people died unexpectedly. Of the 15 people, four 
of those people died within 24 hours of the shot. That is off the charts stunning. Four, four people of the 15 died within 24 hours of the shot. And you know what's even more stunning is that three of the four were under age 30, died yeah. unexpectedly. Now, he's never, Jay has never, he, uh, he had one unexpected death in the last 30 years. If you do the math on this, uh, and you do the the, uh, uh, the, the Poisson distribution, you're going to find out that Paul, that um, uh, uh, that his story, that Jay Bonner's story is absolutely impossible if the vaccines were safe. Yeah. It can't happen. He should be seeing point one events over this three-year period, and he's seeing 15 events. So he's seeing 15. He expects point one. This cannot happen, which means those people were killed by something, something new, and that's capable of killing massive numbers of people, one in a thousand. Now, can you think, Paul, can you think of anything new? It's novel. It's only started since 2021, and it's it would be capable of killing one in a thousand people. Yeah, <laughs> and by the way, I know it's correlated with the with when they gave the vaccine too. That's another hint. Well, that that came out of those stats, didn't they? The the graph started, um, or the or the the um, rods on the graph started jumping up like within days. I noticed my quick cursory glance of of in our case that rollout. Yep, because we had daily totals in that yep. supposedly, and yeah, I mean. Uh, when you triangulate, yeah, the, you know the the excess does start immediately, but they they climb and climb and climb. Yeah. yeah. Um, in terms of uh, statisticians, experts, you mentioned Norman Fenton. He's been on this program before. He's a pretty cool guy, and he knows his stuff. I know he's got his life's pretty busy, but um, are you expecting to see you know like a full in analysis, you know, like pulling it completely apart? Um, and, and super analyzing happening over the next period of time because it's going to be fought on credibility here already in the media. It's being credibility is being called into question. Uh, minimization is taking place. Um, yeah. Uh, well, you know yeah. those those people. Those like I said, those people should take my money. <laughs> Come yeah. on, you know, take my money. If you think you're confident, let's go. Yeah. And. The fact, just the very fact that they're not willing to do that tells you who's going to win the argument. It tells you that they're not confident at all in their analysis. They're basically shooting off their mouth and have no confidence in what they're saying. So we, we have a term for that, big big hat, no no cattle. Yeah, I've heard that one. Talk, talk's big, but but there's nothing behind it. Yeah, all mouth and trousers. I think is one of the other ones. Um, there you go. So just to wind up, do you think um, in the big picture this moves the needle closer to some sort of you know dam burst or whatever? So you know the full yeah. magnitude. Yeah, is no, absolutely. It's a it's a it's a big data set. It is all ages. It's multiple doses. We can analyze it lots of different ways, and we get results that are consistent with what we see in other countries. 
with what we see in the U.S., what we see in the U.K., what we see in Israel, and what we see in the Maldives. What a coincidence, Paul. What a coincidence. You know, like, wow, how can how can all those things all be happening like in all over the world at the same time? Yeah. How, how's that possible? <laughs> Pretty hard to, to answer that from my point of view. I've got to say some sort of weird um, um, one, once in a um, eon coincidence or something. I don't know. But yeah. uh, I hear you. I hear you. Okay. Well, thanks it's, for, for coming yeah. on. I'm uh, interested to see if you get any, um, you know, um, takers for your offer again. And, yeah, I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. I, I, I can always use the extra cash. So I'm going to, right after we get off, I'm going to go and, and put that offer out on Twitter. Okay, and and here's one quick thing. If you were um, the owners of this data, if you were the owner of this data, that's our Ministry of Health, this was out there, you were sure that this was wrong, it's all being taken out of context, what would your immediate reaction be? Because I, I don't think we've seen... The, oh, what, yeah, what you, we, they would show us, Paul, this is, this is the thing, they would show us their time series cohort analysis that proves the vaccine is safe. And yep. then we can compare their graphs with my graphs. And one of them is going to be wrong. And that's why they're avoiding it. Did you notice that when they defended their position, like the vaccines are safe, they didn't resort to the data. Yeah. They didn't resort to the leaked data. We they that. said, trust us. We didn't, we didn't want to have any bodies. And, you know, but we're not going to show you the data. Are you kidding me? There's no possible way. Well, they would that, have more that, data, it, wouldn't they, Steve? They would have more yeah, data. Yeah, they have the, all the they have all the freaking records. They have the twelve million records. They have the eight million missing records. So why don't you show us that when you have the complete database, there's no signal? The answer is because they can't. So these guys, your new the corrupt people who work at the New Zealand Ministry of Health, including the corrupt epidemiologists who don't see any signal, they should be publishing their cohort time series analysis just like mine, and they should show that I'm wrong. But they're not going to do that because that is impossible. <laughs> they would have to be really, really skilled to forge something like that, and that would be criminal. So well, they're not going to go engage. They're going to try to distract people into saying, "Well, we haven't seen any deaths, so the, 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 the you know this analysis can't be right." That's well, what they're going to do. They're going to stay away from the data. The data for them is a third rail. They touch the data, they're toast. They are going to stay away. Look, if they were honest, they would say, "Here, we're going to expose the record level data for all 12 million records, so you can see them." We have obfuscated them. We've time shifted them. So nobody's records is matched. We're not violating anyone's privacy. But we're going to let the whole world analyze the whole 12 million data set. If they were honest, Paul, that is what they would do. And the people that are attacking this should be challenging the New Zealand Ministry of Health. Let's see all the records, guys, because the records that are released say this vaccine is killing people. And the Medicare records in the United States of America show it's killing people. And the official records from the Israeli Ministry of Health show that this is killing people. And the records from the Maldives that I got also show this is killing people. Like, And the UK data is showing that it's killing people as well. Hmm. So come on, guys. Let's, let's have at it. Let's talk about the data. 
go so where's your spokesperson where we can have a conversation because I'm the I'm the guy who's claiming that this is very very damaging that these vaccines need to be halted immediately I'm the guy you want to debate where's their epidemiologist that I can have a debate with where are they hiding under a rock is that the way it works Paul in New Zealand that the epidemiologist for the New Zealand New Zealand Ministry of Health hide under a rock when challenged is that the way it works is that data transparency well it does seem to be the way it works though um they're not hiding away they're just saying there's nothing to see here but they're not citing anything that supports that yeah of course because they have nothing <laughs> they yeah. have nothing they have they have blanks in the they have they have nothing they have no bullets in the chamber <laughs> to, to be that confident with such a paucity of backup data is in itself a pretty weird situation and and yeah uh, you know like, yeah. like to the press they're they're not you know and the and the the New Zealand press, man, oh man, like they're not asking any hard questions like, hey, can we see your time series cohort analysis? We'd like to compare it with Mr. Kirsch's. Oh, hey, we downloaded Kirsch's analysis and it looks to us like you got a problem here. How do you explain this? Like these guys at the in the media aren't asking any questions. They're basically just, you know, eating well, up. Steve, the simple answer to that, the simple answer is they promoted it heavily and and of were course. part of the machinery that, that yeah. had people convinced. To unwind that is psychologically, for the individuals and in the groups involved, I would say is incredibly difficult to do. Right. But now what they're doing is they're digging themselves into a deeper into a hole. And the, the first rule of holes is that when you find yourself in one, you stop digging. Yeah. Do you fear just quickly for the um the leaker because again that, that was a bit of a clumsy public thing I got to say and he's you know people will make judgments about his credibility um it's a big thing to take on you're really out there in the storm um any fears for him or or any any thoughts any comments to make about the way that was done and the optics what's that word the optics of it yeah. So, so look, I didn't have anything to do with it. They didn't yeah. consult with me on on uh, on how they were going to do it. I didn't know how it was going to be done. Yeah. So I, I I wouldn't have done it that way. Um, but you know the 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 um, uh, you know Barry um, is a great guy. He is a hero. And the New Zealand Ministry of Health, if they were an honest organization, would be praising this guy. Well, they're talking they about police. Barry. They're talking about the police being involved. Yeah, they, but they should be saying, Barry, oh my gosh, our epidemiologists let us down. We had independent epidemiologists verify that you are correct or that Kirsch's analysis was correct. And you pointed out that we were giving this vaccine that is killing, that is causing the, that is explaining the excess deaths we're seeing in New Zealand. Barry, you're a hero. We're going to give you a promotion. We're going to like double your salary. We're going to have a national parade held <laughs> in your honor. This yeah. is going to be, you know, <laughs> the Barry Young Day that, you know, and the president will name a day in your honor. Barry Young because- Boulevard. Yeah, at the boulevard, the day 
you know, he should get the key to the city. He should be, they should be, this guy should be a, a national hero right. for letting people know that, man, we are killing people. And what they're doing is they're they're not having any independent analysis <laughs> analysts. They're not putting up their epidemiologists to defend their numbers. They're not disclosing their data. These people are absolutely corrupt. There is no other, and they should be facing criminal charges at this point. This should be <laughs> this should be criminal negligence, or and, and and these people should go to jail because. Barry pointed out serious issues with the vaccine. And, but once this data was out, others like me have very publicly shown these numbers and what the graphs show and done the analyses. And for them to look the other way, that is called criminal negligence. When you've got something that, and you know, it's like a police officer, an off-duty police officer, and he sees a crime being committed, he has a duty to go and you know report that murder, report what he sees. But a normal citizen doesn't have that duty. But if you're in the New Zealand Ministry of Health and we tell you there's a safety problem and it comes from a credible source, you better investigate that or you're going to be held criminally liable. And I hope these guys go to jail and I hope they go to jail for a very long time so this never happens again. Steve Kirsch, thanks for giving us some time coming on our radio station. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Paul. RCR with Paul Brennan. Reality Check Radio. Thank you for tuning in to RCR Reality Check Radio. If you like what you're listening to, just like what you're listening to. Either way, we want to hear from you. Get in touch with us now. You can text us with your message to 2057. That's 2057. Or email us at inbox at realitycheck.radio. We would love to hear from you. So connect with us today.